hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast. That's right with me, your host, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. Thank you for joining me again. Do not forget to give me a follow on the Twitter at RMKMadness, as well as the gram, as the kids say these days. So it's good to be back. Good to be back. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Uh, Things are much better here at the Madhouse. And, uh, because the wife, you know what? She's back to normal, it would seem. She's been much more herself the past few days, which is great. It's great for everybody. I do not like to see my wife not feeling well. It's no fun. Hell, I don't like to feel not well. You know what I mean. And happy belated Father's Day to everyone out there. Well, to the good dads. You know what I mean. I don't be wishing happy Father's Day to those uh, shitty dads, the deadbeat dads. And you know what? Some moms even deserve a happy Father's Day because why not? If you're a single mother who raised kids by yourself, well, damn it, you get a you get a happy Father's Day and a happy Mother's Day from this motherfucker. And that's how I roll. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. But anyway, I had a good Father's Day. Yeah. Sat around, hung out with the fam. Smoked a little green, watched some cartoons with the children's. Got a few gifts, because my wife and I, we like to exchange a few gifts on the Mother's Day and the Father's Day. You know, just some extra little appreciation for having each other's back in this thing we call parenting. And ate a lot of pizza. Oh, but as far as the gifts, man, I got a Streetlight Manifesto baseball tee. And this thing is fucking badass. Let me tell you about it. It's black. And then it's got like this awesome shining knight in armor. Knight in shining armor. That's really the way that's supposed to be worded. That's the correct, I would say, phrasing of that. But anyway, moving on. And it's got the knight there. And then it says Streetlight Manifesto above it. And then it's got the red sleeves, the baseball tee sleeves. So I really dig it. And uh, I kind of knew I was getting that, though. Because <laughs> it was one of those situations where I need a couple ideas. I really want this shirt. <laughs> but then she got me something that's even more fantastic. And she got me a giant banner with a big smiling grin on it. Just the grin and it says, we're all mad here. And you know me, the mad chatter, I like to say it. It's kind of the thing I do. And you know what? It really fits everything I'm try that that is my what I would say brand. And so it's perfect. I got it hanging up right behind me. And it's gonna be the a perfect background, the f- perfect backdrop for when I start doing videos again. Because for anybody who has listened to me previously. A couple years ago, oh no, it was just last season. Yeah, I was doing videos just last season on the YouTube. So I just might get back into that. And I'm also thinking about just doing video with the podcast so that I can throw video of the pod up on the tube. You know what I mean? The YouTube. (laughs) So I got some cool gifts. Also, 
freaking awesome telescope. Now, it's a bit of a gift to myself, with approval of the wife. <laughs> but it's amazing. Like, I have one already, and it's just a kid's telescope. And I mean, you can see some stuff. I mean, we saw the moon okay, and you can get a very faint view of, of Jupiter, Venus. Jupiter, we could even see just, just very faintly like a couple of lines going across. If you know what Jupiter looks like with all the, with the cloud formations, the way it's layered. It's almost like you could kind of see the, the lines. But nothing great, right? But this thing. The fucking scope is bigger than my leg. It's heavy duty. It wasn't even that expensive. Found it on sale, as a matter of fact. And I did a lot of research to make sure. I always do, no matter what I'm doing. And perhaps it's a little bit OCD. <laughs> Who knows? But I have to research. I have to really know what I'm getting into. Or what I'm going to be talking about. Or what I'm going to be thinking about. Or what I'm going to be buying. You know, whatever it is. I like to do my fair amount of research. And I found this was a very good telescope. Particularly for the price. And I even got a little bit cheaper than it's normally going for. So, steel, deal, Chatter's got a new scope, baby. Now, unfortunately for me, it, it's been rather cloudy here in Centennial, Colorado the past few days. So I got it on Saturday and I haven't been able to check out shit yet. There, there was a little bit, a little bit the other night, a little bit of, but I'm still, it, you know what? It's okay. Cause I'm still trying to read up on how to work this thing. Cause it is much more complicated not much more complicated, but it's more complicated than just that kid's telescope. And I do not want to be messing this thing up, if you know what I mean. I also enjoyed over the weekend <laughs> the uh, the Trump rally. Not because I like Trump. Because the Trump rally <laughs> was hilarious. So, they were acting before this whole thing happened like... Tons of people were coming to this thing. It was sold out. We sold. We got. We got millions of tickets going. And it turns out, not that many people were there. <laughs> I think I thought. I, I think I saw like six thousand. Some maybe it was close to seven thousand. That's still too many people supporting fucking Trump. But you get my point. And. <laughs> So part of the reason for that would be, I'd say, a good, if you got a third of the, you know, or so of the auditorium in full, but you got a third of it, and that still doesn't equal a million, so I don't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> but, so around a third, you got a 10, or was it less? Because I thought I read a third. But you got so many people that actually attended. Then you got all those empty seats. A chunk of those belong to, well, the K-pop people <laughs> who decided to get tickets and not show up, as, as, as well as some teenagers on TikTok. 
it was a thing on TikTok. A bunch of teenagers got together and said, we're going to buy a bunch of Trump tickets and, or I don't know, buy, whatever, get, reserve a bunch of Trump tickets and then not go. And that's what they did. <laughs> Pretty good. And then Trump's rather upset, obviously, because it comes out before the rally that uh, some of his people tested uh, positive for COVID. So then that's a big deal. And then the rally happens, and that's disappointing. And the highlight of the whole thing was them applauding that he lifted a fucking cup of water. <laughs> and then you just see him, 1 o'clock in the morning, getting off his plane. There's video of it. And he looks so defeated. And, and I don't normally take joy in the misery of others. But I was smiling ear to ear when I seen that shit. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, what are you going to do? Now, the shitty thing is, is he's already started in this campaign of, you know, if we do a bunch of mail-in voting, it's going to be cheating. He's already planning on using the whole idea of, if he loses, that he was somehow cheated that's where this is all going I hope it doesn't work because this dude needs to get the fuck out of there like now like now <laughs> anyway okay okay moving on moving on moving on some football news should we possibly potentially get into a little bit of the foosball news I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. What do you think? Yeah, we definitely should. Yeah, definitely should. Let's definitely get into this. Okay. Well, Dallas Goddard got punched. <laughs> and I shouldn't be laughing because he, he got sucker punched. It's just crazy. You see the video. You're not used to seeing big football players just drop. Well, sometimes in football. But you would not think outside of football because football players... A lot of them are rather large. Basketball players are rather large. You see these individuals out in the real world, not in uniform, and hey, guess what? They're bigger than most people. Who the fuck is walking up and sucker punching Dallas Carter? He's a big dude. But somebody did. And Goddard just dropped. It looked like it hurt, man. But that dude definitely bitch move. Because he definitely came at him and just sucker punched the fuck out of him. It was terrible. Terrible. Moving on from that, you got Kaepernick. Moving on. Moving on possibly to the L.A. Chargers? No way. Well, it could be. Anthony Lynn's been talking about it. Couldn't quite remember if I mentioned it in the last episode, to be honest. <laughs> but it's worth talking about because it does feel like, because there's so much behind this, you, you know, if the NFL is serious, they'll make sure Kaepernick's in the league. I just, I'd be kind of surprised if he doesn't end up on a team. Plus, there's good reason to have a Kaepernick on your squad, and I'm going to get into a little bit of that in the madness, but we're definitely going to keep up on the Kaepernick stuff because, honestly, Tyrod's fine, 
but he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Justin Herbert's a rookie. I don't think that rookie is ready. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Herbert can come in and be awesome when his time is, is called upon. But I very much doubt it. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't feel, I feel like there's a couple of things missing with him. And, you know, it is what it is. So we'll see what happens with Kaepernick and the Chargers, and we'll go from there. And then Dak Prescott signed that franchise tag. People wondering if he was going to hold out, wondering if maybe the Cowboys were going to do a little something crazy since they have Andy Dalton on the squad. But nope, he signed that expensive-ass franchise tag, and he's going to be part of the Cowboys this year. We'll see what happens. Is he trying to do this Kirk Cousins thing? Because he could be. He very well could be. But I think it's much more likely he wants to get just paid this year, and then we'll see what happens next year. I would think at some point, because for now they can still negotiate a contract for Dak, and I think at some point, if not this year, next year, they'll get it done. We'll see. We shall see. And then last but not least, and I believe I mentioned a little bit of this on the last pod, but perhaps I didn't, Dr. Fauci has come out and said that the NFL needs to play in a bubble. Similar to, you know, the NBA's reopening plan where they're just going to, you know, all hole up at Disney World. (laughs) And now there's some people worried about that because Florida's cases are really starting to spike with the COVID. So there's cause for concern. But he did say that's going to be the way that uh, it's probably going to be best to start, finish the season is to do it in that kind of bubble-like environment. And with that, that kind of leads me into the discussion I want to have in the madness. Is there going to be football? If there is football, how do we hand that fantasy football handy? How do we handy that? (laughs) Uh, How do we handle, handle, not handy, handle how do we handle that when it comes to fantasy football a little bit extra work for commissioners i mean it's just a fucking crazy year it's gonna be a fucked up year if football happens it's gonna be football like we haven't seen in fantasy football at least ever and that's the bottom line because the mad chat has said so that's right but Let's hit the pause button real quick, and we'll come back and get into the madness. Welcome to the madness. Yes, yes, yes. The madness, for anyone new listening, is just kind of what I refer to as the... uh, the meat of the show, the middle segment, where I get into the main discussion of the the particular podcast episode. If you feel me, if you hear what, if if you're catching what I'm throwing, you know what I mean. That's not right, is it? <laughs> it's not right at all, Ryan. It's not right at all. Anyway, so as mentioned, I wanted to get into the idea of. 
well, well, the discussion, you know, is there going to be football or not? Because I would like to think there would be. I hope there is. And honestly, if I'm going to be very honest, I felt pretty damn positive not too long ago just because it didn't seem like there was anything that could slow the NFL down. And after a little bit of time going, like, does the NFL even have a fucking plan? They came out and said some shit. And I'm like, okay, that's another one. And maybe they do have a fucking plan. Okay, I feel pretty good about this. And now I'm sitting here going, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Dr. Fauci makes a good point. But that... <laughs> is likely what they're going to have to do. Now, how are they going to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Because it is tough. What are they going to do? Like, play a game and then go hang out with their family? And, like, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I would think that the threat of missing a couple of weeks of paychecks because, you know, you've got COVID, that would be incentive. Well, I don't even know if they'd lose paychecks, though. So would it just be you're going to miss the games? I mean, so everybody's going to want their teammates, you know, you, they're going to want to hold them accountable. Hey, make sure you're not doing anything stupid. Don't get, go out and get this shit. So it'll be interesting with that. But I'm just not as sure as I was that we're going to get football. Because again, the virus will mutate. It already has mutated several times, according to what I read. All viruses mutate. They all do. I know I'm beating a dead horse here, so the saying goes. <laughs> but it's true. And y y we don't know if there's going to be a second wave. We don't know if it's going to be any worse. It's going to be during flu season. I mean, nothing about this sounds good. Potential second wave during flu season after the virus is mutated again and again and again and again. Yeah. And you know what's not helping? All the fucking assholes not wearing masks. You know, it'd be different if we just go, okay, well, if they get sick, then, you know, that's on them. They were the idiots not wearing the masks. Except for they're going to go and converse with other people who, who, you know, are wearing masks. But those masks only do so much. And they're much more to protect others if you have it than it is to protect you from others, as far as my understanding. Regardless, wear the fucking mask. Like, seriously. <laughs> Some just get, it's turned into this politicized thing, and it's all because of, you guessed it. <laughs> But the bottom line with this, people, is <laughs> no one has any fucking clue how this is going to go. No one has a fucking clue. Nobody. Nobody knows how this is going to go. Maybe it doesn't come back for a second wave. Maybe it does. If it does, huh, maybe it's not so bad. Or maybe the virus is mutated to a point where it's far more dangerous. We don't fucking know. So we gotta be safe. We gotta be smart about this shit. And so does the NFL. So does the NFL. Now, 
I'd say right now, in my opinion, I'm thinking it's about 50-50, <laughs> which is not great. Not great. But, but, if we do get football, I tell you, there's some stuff we're going to have to discuss. There's some stuff commissioners, they, they're going to have a little bit of extra work. And it's going to be a crazy year in general, okay? If we do have football, it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen. Like nothing we've ever experienced. I mean, it's so important to think of how these factors pertaining to the pandemic and whatnot, how, you know, if they're affecting football, they affect fantasy football. So how does it affect it? How does, you know, what are the implications of all of this for fantasy football? And I think one thing is commissioners very much have to take a look at do we need to add some bench spots or some IR spots, specific COVID IR spots, it, you know, things like that. You know, what can you do to help your league out to during all of this? I mean, if college football gets canceled and they have some kind of supplemental draft at some point, like, hmm, hmm, are you going to add that in? Like, there's so much stuff that could come from this, okay? So we, we've got to take all that into consideration. And I, I've got, I got to say, I run a handful of leagues. I'm probably going to go, hey, let's, uh, depending on how the whole setup and hit, once football gets, you know, closer and we know how it's going, like, I'll probably up the IR spots. I guess that's that's where I'm thinking I'm coming from. And then if you got someone out with COVID, they're out with COVID for a couple weeks, throw them on the IR. Bottom line. But it's this this whole year is going to be screwy. It's going to be crazy. And you got to think about this stuff again, too, when you're drafting. Like I am currently in a Superflex draft myself, and I'll get into that in a second. It's tight end premium as well. And I've been thinking throughout this whole process, throughout this draft, that not a bad idea to go ahead and, you know, normally I'm going to go ahead and get my quarterbacks when I get them, get my tight ends when I get them, even in a Superflex. But being that this is Superflex and tight end premium, uh, and it's kind of, th those are the positions that it's rare, it's more rare to have the better guys, because there's not as many guys, you know. And I'm just thinking, like, particularly, particularly, if we are in the midst of the season and we start losing a guy here, a guy there, due to having to miss a couple of weeks because of the COVID well, you're going to be happy that you had some studs on your team, you know? You're going to be happy you have some depth at those positions because it, at that point, there's not going to be much on the waiver wire. You're going to have to consider trade. And, I mean, you can go with backups, but what? Backups? And I do think there is reason to get backups. But, you know, if something happens to... Mark Andrews of the Ravens. You trust anybody else to put up close to that kind of production as far as tight end-wise on that team? 
No. <laughs> so have some studs. I, I really think you got to take that into consideration. Like, what if guys miss time with COVID? You got to think about that. You got to think about your depth. And not just the depth that you have, but, like, I, I really, I'm going to draft backup quarterbacks. Who's who's backing up Kyler Murray? Brent Hundley? Mm, I'm going to grab him by the end of the draft. The very last bit of the draft, I'll grab Hundley. Why? Because if Kyler's hanging around somebody, gets fucking COVID, and he's got to sit out for two weeks, I mean, I got other guys on my team. Because I did a good job, I think. But point being is I don't want to leave myself too fucking stranded. And you saw Hunley when he came in. Is that who it is? It's not Hunley. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to look this up so I don't sound like an idiot. Because now I feel like it sounds bad. But did you know what it is? You know what it is? It's that, it's that feeling of, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But you really do. For some reason, you really do, even though you're sitting there going, I'm, you're doubting yourself. Like, why are you doubting yourself? You know what you're talking about. Brett Hunley, see? <laughs> I knew what I was talking about, and I doubted myself anyway. Why do I do that? But Brett Hunley came in for Kyler Murray last year, 2019. In that Cardinals offense, looked pretty damn good. Now, he was no Kyler Murray, but he looked good. That's that's a backup QB I can get I can get on board with, and I took Kyler, so I'm gonna be one to get him. I think at some point. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff you gotta think about, guys. Guys are gonna, and that's you gotta target. I mean, think about it: running backs, wide receivers. This is not a bad time. Get those. Get that depth on your bench. Because Austin Eckler gets COVID-19, all of a sudden it's a Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly show, bitches, for a couple of weeks. And you know, particularly the running back position, you know how that goes. Sometimes a guy can miss a couple weeks and never get his fucking job back. So this is all stuff to take into consideration this year. Just kind of my opinion and where I'm coming from, where I think. And, I, and just to show you, I'm going to give you a little rundown of how my team looks so good. How it looks so good. That's not really what I meant to say, but it does look pretty damn good. <laughs> so, this is a 12-teamer PPR Superflex tight end premium. I had the 11th pick. First pick, right off the bat, I just went Kyler Murray. Why? Because I was ecstatic he was still there. I've been wanting to get him all offseason. I do not have Kyler Murray on any of my teams across Dynasty Leagues. Bummer. <laughs> I really wanted Kyler. And I normally wouldn't take a quarterback with my first pick. But again, I really want to get Kyler. He's the top one of the top guys, and I just think someone I'm going to be able to rely on for a very long time in a super flex league. In a super flex league, that's important. And then, I also have, well, I'm trying to figure out, should I go in the order that I drafted? Well, yeah, I'll do that. So then after that, I hit up Chris Godwin. Now, it was a little bit of a stretch. A couple other receivers right there. But part of the thing with this particular team is kind of aiming for youth. 
okay? Just kind of aiming for some youth. So those were my first two picks. Kyler Murray, Chris Godwin. Comes back around to me. I'm like, okay. Let's get some fools. And really, I wanted Jonathan Taylor. He wanted a couple of picks before me. So I went J.K. Dobbins. Then, a couple of picks later, comes back to me. I grabbed D.J. Moore because he was just in there. So up to this point, then, I have Kyler Murray, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Godwin, D.J. Moore. Comes back around to me for rounds five and six, and I grabbed Darius Geis and D.J. Chark. So then I've got quarterback, a couple of running backs, Three awesome receivers. Then the next couple of rounds, I go back to quarterback. Now, see, this is this is around the point that I said, okay, a lot of quarterbacks had been taken, and really no one had touched tight end very much. Like, eh, people had started to take a couple, but there were some dudes there. And I got to thinking, hmm. You know, I'd really like to have some depth at these two positions this year. Because of what I said. Kyler Murray gets hurt. Yeah. Great if you have Brett Hundley and he's going to go out and exceed expectations. But not every backup quarterback is going to do that. So wouldn't it behoove you to have an extra couple of starters? Now, I can't tell you how many guys. I would like to try and get Jalen Hurts later on if I can. But at the moment, I'm done with quarterback, and I'll get to why here in a second. But it it was during this time that I started realizing that, yeah, I think, I, you know, normally in a super flex, well, in a, normally I wouldn't have taken a quarterback with my first pick. But where I was at in the draft, all the running backs were off the board. There was a few receivers I liked, and then Kyler Murray. Rest is history with that. Point being is that I kind of took a different route with quarterback and even tight end. And again, I was trying to stay young as well because if you look at Chris Godwin, he's going into year four and he's still 24. Just 24. DJ Moore is 23, I believe. J.K. Dobbins, Rook. Darius Geis, 23. Or is he 24? <laughs> DJ Charks, 23. But then I went a little bit older. With my second quarterback, because the next two picks, I went Teddy Bridgewater and TJ Hawkinson. And this is where I was like, okay, let's do this. So now I got two quarterbacks. I grabbed me some Teddy. We'll see how long he stays the starter. I'd like to think a couple years, personally. And, yeah, and then I get TJ Hawkinson, who is not only one of the youngest tight ends, but I just, I want him on any league I can this year because I think he's going to fucking smash. I really do. I really, really do. TJ Hawkinson. And he's going late. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because he got a little banged up last year. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And then it came back around to me again. And I went Dwayne Haskins because I got a little more faith in him than most people do. And Mike Gusecki. So... Back to back to back to back. Two tight ends, two quarterbacks. So now, you take a look at my roster. Kyler Murray and Ted, Teddy Bridgewater. Darius Geis, J.K. Dobbins. Chris Godwin, D.J. Moore, D.J. Chark. T.J. Hawkinson, Mike Gusecki. 
And then I have Dwayne Haskins on the bench so far. That's not bad. Now, I do want to grab probably one more quarterback eventually and definitely another tight end or two. But right now, it's time to hit up some running backs and wide receivers, if you know what I mean. Yes! So I kind of like my my draft so far, and I hope you do too. But I do think it's important, and I can't say how this is all going to play out, and maybe it's stupid to try and, you know, draft for this crazy year in a dynasty league because eh, the other years are going to be normal. But are they? Is everything going to be normal? There's so much up in the air right now that I think it's just best to try and adapt to the situation like Bruce Lee said, be water, my friends. Well, he talks about, you know, how water goes into the bottle, it becomes the bottle. Goes into the teacup, becomes the teacup, right? Water can flow, and it can crash. Be water, my friends. And what he's saying is be adaptable. You know, be able to adjust to your environment. And you got to do that in the draft regardless because very rarely does uh, if you have a plan going into a draft that it works out to the T. I just have a general few things I like to follow. That's how I go about things. And, you know, this is one of those extra things that now you kind of have to think about. And it should be interesting. It's going to be a very interesting year, different kind of year, crazy year. And I really don't feel I'm all that insane myself, even though I am the mad chatter, for suggesting something as considering this stuff when you're drafting. Particularly, again, quarterback tight end, man. Man and woman. Woman. <laughs> but it did. Because, again, there's far less of those Far less players at that position that are game changers than, you know, at running back and wide receiver. That's just all there is to it. So maybe a little extra depth there this year is more important than, you know, other years. Because of the situation we find ourselves in. But just a thought with that. So... That's what I got for you, for the madness. That's right, for the madness. And we're going to go ahead, take a quick pause again, and then come right back and close up shop. That's right. Game over, man. Game over. Yes, game over. It is that time, the end of the pod. And we must say goodbye. I have no idea what that was. Um, it's the marijuana singing. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, I didn't even flip the page on my... Anyway, we're back. We're back. We're back, Jack and Jill. Who went up and down the hill. To fetch a fucking football, yo. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So to real quick talk about the future of, well, kind of what I'm trying to do, this podcast, my analysis stuff. 
So over the next month or so, this is what I got planned. I'm going to try and get my website up and going, a website going so I can have all my stuff there in one spot so that everybody can just go and check it out. I mean, even though pretty much everything is there on Twitter, but it's, you know, I'm going to try and get a website going, maybe get some merchandise or something, which brings me to the fact that I'm also going to get set up on Patreon. So that if there's anyone who wants to help support me in doing this, I would greatly appreciate it. And I will have a way set up to do that. And with some little prizes, of, of course, for uh, those who do help. And then I'm going to try and get some videos going, not just on the Instagram, which I know I've been fucking talking about, but... <laughs> But that's more so for the Miscellaneous Debris podcast. But I'm also going to be, um, like I mentioned earlier, trying to get some uh, video with the pods going, you know, get some uh, video of the pod up on the tube, as previously mentioned. So those are some some things that I'm going to try and get uh, rolling over the next few weeks. And with that, I would say don't forget to follow me on Twitter at RMK Madness and Instagram at RMK Madness. And please, please, wherever you're listening to my podcast, please rate, review, all that good stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, it's been good. I'm glad we're back. We're back and talking. Hope everybody has a wonderful week. Keep your eyes out for my articles. Check it out. Keep an eye on Twitter for these articles. Go to playerprofiler.com. You can find stuff there. And yeah, other than that, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. And just watch out for the crazy, crazy, crazy monkeys. Because there's just, there's there's another one. So, you, you know, recently you had the coronavirus monkeys, right? They, they beat somebody up and took like samples of coronavirus and were chewing on the vials and shit. Now... We have an alcoholic monkey who went fucking belligerent because of alcohol withdrawals. He was getting tested on or something. And the person that was caring for him left, didn't come back for a while. Monkey didn't get his booze, lost his shit, killed somebody, gnawed on a bunch of kids' fucking faces. Like, what is going on here? I'm telling you, we gotta watch out for the monkeys. We really do. It's freaky, man. Did you see him spearfishing and riding bikes? Like what? I didn't. I mean, I know we essentially, you, you know, we come from them. You know, we evolved from them. But really, they can be doing that stuff right now. <laughs> Just a little freaky. It's freaky. Anyway. I know I bring up the monkeys a lot, but it's crazy. I see these videos of animals doing this crazy shit, and I'm like, oh, man, we're in trouble. (laughs) And the pandemic, and now animals just keep getting smarter and doing crazy shit. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Not really. I'm just, sorry. Apologies for the pessimism. (laughs) Anyway, okay. We're going to close up shop here. And, uh, yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Let's, uh, let's keep grinding, get through it so we can get back and get in another episode before the weekend. That's right. That is right. All right, everybody. Thank you again for joining me. This has been the Fantasy Madness Podcast. I appreciate you once again joining me. (laughs) 
And I am the Mad Hatter. Mad Chatter, I should say. Damn, I think in all the time... No, no shitting you. No shitting you. In all the time I've been doing the recording of these podcasts, both of them, I don't believe I've ever said Mad Hatter. I can't even say the whole thing right. I can't even say the whole thing anymore. It's like in my mouth. But not once have I done that till just now. Or, you know, a minute ago. (laughs) Try not to do that again. Doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway, anyway, enough, enough, enough. Thank you once again for joining me. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. And make sure to have yourself a wonderful week, Madcap. To all you madcaps out there, that's right, that's right. Be safe, be vigilant, and take care of yourselves. Much love to everyone, and peace out. We'll chat soon. Welcome to the 